0: Welcome to the 113th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Rittner. How are you doing, Roger? Oh, uh, Okay, how are you? I'm good. So, Roger, last week uh, we had an election, and although we still have some results up in the air, I thought it would be a good time for us to talk about the implications of a change in leadership uh, in the Senate, and specifically how that would impact telecom and technology, and then as well the FCC. Yeah, and the House too,
1: right? Right. So from what it looks like is there is still the potential of a of a 50-50 Senate, right? hmm Or Republicans win 51-49, what gets really interesting is the Republicans have the majority. They will be chairing the committees, not being the ranking members, right? Chairing mm-hmm. the committee means you set the agenda. And you can have hearings if you want to. And if you're in the minority, you can't, right? Mm-hmm. So that will get a lot very interesting for in the Senate, especially with the FCC being deadlocked for two years now, two to two, which never happened before, it's flabbergasting how any party in in government can let an agency as important as the FCC be deadlocked, right? Mm-hmm. It's status quo, right? Mm-hmm. Up until now, Gigi Sohn has not been able to pull off a majority of Democrats to be approved as FCC commissioner,
0: right? But I mean, does that change during a lame duck session?
1: Right. Well, in a lame duck session, the Democrats have might have more incentive to agree on Gigi because they would definitely not have the majority with 51 Republicans. It would just not happen, right? And so that might may or may not, I don't know, I don't talk with senators, but I'm just like my my logic from Boston, right, might swing this. Otherwise, you know, the White House, if it wants to, to not have a deadlocked FCC for four years, would have to have a candidate that's, not only palatable to to Democrats, but also palatable to Republicans, and to a Republican committee chairman, right? Good luck. It it would be a different person than Gigi, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would end Gigi. So Gigi, Gigi's window is closing in January. If the Republicans have the majority, it, it's just amazing. How how the White House and the Senate are at loggerhead, and none of them will budge, and they could have done so many things that the Democrats in the FCC, if they would have had a majority, you know, and their their window of opportunity to push things through like net neutrality and other things that's on high on their agenda, it's just not happening with two to two, right? Mm-hmm. so ironically if the if the democrats
0: lose the senate then they may gain a majority at the fcc is what you're saying
1: yes because otherwise they don't get the the, the rules through and although, although in fairness that
0: you're saying they could have had that majority this whole time along they just have not gotten up gotten off their
1: their butts right they just put put ego before getting stuff done right Mm -hmm. The White House really wants to have Gigi. And despite her not being able to get a a majority among Democratic senators in the Senate, right? And Mm -hmm. so they're playing chicken with their own agenda. I'm not a fan of net neutrality, so in a way I'm personally not heartbroken, but simply from a mechanics of of governance, right? Mm-hmm. You need to have your ducks in a row and get your agencies filled with your people. Mm-hmm. President Trump was already slow, but that's even slower. And you shouldn't be surprised if you that you don't get, get voted for if you don't li- deliver on your agenda and some of the stuff is then, then simply not getting it done you know, they stand in their own way. They can't even blame the Republicans for it, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, the Senate is so old, how many of those folks actually even use the internet to begin with, but...
1: different story. Uh, The FCC exists since 1934, right? So, and it looks like very much the Republicans will have a majority in the House, so they will launch tons of investigations and special committees, Section 230 will be one of their favorite things where they will decry that big tech is disadvantaging them because they get censored by 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 platforms, right?
0: Right, but the thing about Section 230 that I've always found really confusing about the, the Republican position on this is that if you eliminate Section 230, then then you increase litigation around yes. uh, moderation and things like that, and yes. it will increase the effect of, of censorship, because every platform yes. would rather censor and yes. not be sued than be sued into oblivion. Yes.
1: I have a, hard, a fundamental problem with that policy position. It's a political argument. It's not a, a real argument, because if they actually take away Section 230 and they and the immunity for the platform, then the platform will censor a lot more. Everything, yeah. Why not? Everything. It would be very interesting because on which basis will they then force them not to censor? Because companies, the Republicans have been very good in ensuring that companies are viewed as people that have freedom of speech protection by by the Supreme Court, right?
0: Well. Well, freedom of speech protection, is, it says the government can't stop you from saying something, right? It says nothing about private companies stopping you. Exactly.
1: So he, now, they but it's not about, now the government wants to force a private company to say or not say something that the government wants. There's nothing, the, the only way they could do this is then to regulate which the republicans don't want to regulate these platforms as common carriers or basically like telcos right like tel- like wireline what would they want to do with wireline telcos which is like the antithesis what they want to do on 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 the telco side so it becomes like intellectually very incoherent Right. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll see some back and forth on Section 230, but I think I think both of our view is that 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 is not a kind of productive end game, right? From a Republican policy perspective,
1: we will see so much rhetoric about it. Both sides will beat on the on the social media platforms, who themselves have become involved in cognitive dissonance. You know, if you take Twitter. In April when Elon Musk didn't own Twitter, he said that in order to increase trust in in Twitter it has to be politically neutral then he buys it and he says oh people should vote for Republicans oh really you know yeah eh it's the same thing. Everybody, everybody is for for free speech for their own speech. And for that, that supports whatever their opinion is. Right. Right. But it's about protecting the, the speech of the of the folks you don't like. You know, it, it's the most uncomfortable freedom that we have.
0: So what else should we expect to see if we're going along this train of thought in terms of you know, uh, Republican-led Senate. Uh, what are some of the other areas of policy, or you know, things that are specific to either tech or telecom that you would expect to see?
1: Well, I think we will continue to see pressure from from the Senate and, uh, on spectrum that we need more spectrum, right? Right. That's a a big bipartisan theme, which doesn't change if it's Republicans or Democrats. The only thing that we the, the nuance here will be that the Republicans are more in favor of, of exclusive licensed spectrum and Democrats are very often more in favor of unlicensed spectrum. So we'll see what it is. Uh, I think we need both. The question is the ratio, right? Right. And so um, we'll see. It would be interesting to see who will be In what position in the Senate?
0: Do we we know from a committee perspective who would be leading up various committees that would impact this based
1: on ranking members today versus leadership positions? Well, the two Republicans that play a a, a significant role here are John Thune and Roger Wicker, right? And John Thune is right now the third-ranking... Republican in the Senate, which means Roger Wicker stepped up and and was ranking or or, or chair. On the Democratic side, you know there is Senator Cantwell, there is Senator Schatz. They usually play here a a significant role, and so it, it all depends, right? Yep,
0: yep. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully, uh, we'll learn more soon. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Okay. Thank you.